0: Hello, welcome to Realtors from the Garage. I'm Scott Lanahan. And I'm Joe Eubel. Joe, we uh, sat there and we talked about uh, how we were going to do a seller series one. I know we've had discussions over the last two days. We've talked on and on, and we've talked about even in the past, how what does it look like? Yeah. And uh, while there's certain things that I think we can focus on, hmm. price adjustments, staging, stuff like that, we started kind of realizing this isn't going to be as pretty, at least this initial one, as some of our buyer topics. Well, this isn't going to be a conversation about
1: basements
0: and drainage and how to keep water out of it. Oh, you know, boxes in certain locations, right? Yeah. And we realized, uh, why is it so much easier to record buyer stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, keeping water out of a basement in Blaine or Egan or Prior Lake, it's I don't want to say it's all the same, but it's
1: well, it's the same concept. You know, you're it's you know it's four walls and a, and a roof, and
0: you have most of them have a have a basement dug out, and it's the same concept. So we realized real quickly because uh, uh, this conversation would we kept trying to pull it back because it seemed to always kind of go back to buyer type stuff, and uh, what I think what we realized is that from that first conversation with a seller. Um, it starts with the concept of life happens, Yep. right? Uh, people getting divorced, people getting married, a uh, kid gets added to the family in a state. Yep. You had brought up uh, job transfer. Job transfers. So what we realize is that when it comes to sellers, it's not as concrete as uh, some of this buyer stuff, mm-hmm. right? When we're trying to convey it to you, the listener, and trying to put it in a palatable type format. I think, you know, this conversation is more of a trying to
1: wrap your arms around that not everything is going to be the same direction we go. And that initial conversation with uh, a seller is going to be something where you're going to sit down and talk about um, what stepping stones can we put in place in front
0: of you so we can get you to the right direction. Yeah, there's pieces of the puzzle that we sit there and it's like, uh, you know, what what is a seller's motivation? right is it timeline is it equity right um as you start getting the story Mm -hmm. um, you start moving pieces around to best counsel them yep as to what avenues to take
1: so let's let's kind of go into some of those um, subtopics of that conversation um
0: so if we go into uh, you know this is where it gets messy this is (laughs) (laughs) because every time you and i started talking you're, you're absolutely right. We kept moving all around and, and it all came back to buyer type stuff because sometimes our sellers are buyers. So Yep. All right. Well, so. let's let's go into at least a couple of subtopics and we kind of can, you know,
1: rein in a few things from there. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about um, maybe a death in the family or an estate situation. Um, a lot of times it's, you know, maybe it's a sibling or it's, you know, the spouse and it's a situation where, you know, they don't need the house anymore and... They're trying to find a way to, you know, move on. Um, it's usually very emotional, um, so you have to figure out the moving pieces to the situation. Um, it can be even a conversation about, um, you know, do they need to just uh, um, move on from the property emotionally? Um, so, you know, the question um, big to ask them would be, you know, how much time effort do we want to put into this? In terms of what do, do they expect
0: to get out of it? I think so just to take a step back yeah because you and i promised ourselves that if we start going off in a different direction we'll nudge each other back right i think it all starts with that first you know we start with a phone call but i for me as we were talking through this stuff for me it's that time i'm in the house they've Mm -hmm. met me at the house or we've got an appointed time and uh, of course they want to take me through the house and they want to show me all the you know the new faucet in the kitchen and give me a sense of the space but i i really think you started hitting on it right there was that it's sitting down and listening to you know what problem are they trying to solve Mm -hmm. right is an estate and we need to move this property as part of the estate is it uh young family and they, you know, there's the pregnant wife, or is it a job transfer and the spouses are standing there going, well, you know, I'm asking questions like, you know, what, what's your timeline, Yep. right? Because sometimes with the job transfer, they got to be out, one of the spouses has to be out in Dallas, wherever yep. it is. And, um, you know, I've got a timeline I've got to work with because that could affect how I counsel them. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? That's absolutely fair to say.
1: So, yeah. but let's 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 kind of hit a couple of high points on each one of the scenarios. That way, I think, you know, our listeners can get a chance to hear, you know, uh, if they you know, find themselves in these scenarios, um, where is the starting
0: points? That but they know. I think I'd more like I look at it like what value. Because as an agent, Joe, because I think if we go through it and we treat this like a buyer series where it's like the basements and sidings and HVAC, <laughs> right? And we start going through scenarios like it's an estate. Why do I call Joe? What are the scenarios for an estate? I think I wanted to back it up even more. This is why this discussion, I think, for you and I like, just went different directions. R- different directions. Mm-hmm. And we're all standing there and it's like, well, with an estate, you do this and with this. And I think... I don't know if that's as valuable because someone doesn't want to listen to this just to come down to a 25-second synopsis on an estate, right? right? It's it's more or less, what does it look like? So they come in, and you and I are standing in the living room, and they're telling us their story, Yep. right? They're telling us what problem they want you to help them solve, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's moving across town, moving out of state, like... This is where we mire down, because Mm -hmm. with the buyer stuff, it's pretty concrete, Uh, and I was just ready to go down that buyer scenario that we kept saying, don't do it, (laughs) right? Where you keep nudging them to the right answer, right? With a seller, I mean, the right answer isn't always apparent until you Mm -hmm. get into that scenario, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's personalities. There's there's a a word that kept coming up was tolerance, right? How much tolerance are they going to have for this process? Do they have money available to prepare the property for the market? Well, that's a great, great um,
1: kind of just segue to get into, and uh, that when you are trying to sell your property, you kind of trying to figure out, you know, you Scott used the word tolerance, and tolerance is a great word to kind of put it out there as understanding of what you're willing to take on. Uh, Because, you know, everyone says they want the most equity
0: out of their property, right? Um, So, but not everyone, not everyone, you're you're right. Like I just, I brought up the recent example, like timeline. She wanted to get out of that house before the snow flies. Yep. And all of a sudden I had to, I had to shift gears. Yep. Because it was no longer about trimming the shrubs out front and having the deck power washed where I thought I had a two, three week time timeline. Where she's like, "Hey, for fifteen hundred dollars, let's get this done," and then all of a sudden she springs on me. I need to be out of here before the snow flies, and that's not very well. Long that before. blows the whole plan. Mm-hmm. So i sorry, Joe. Like no, um, timeline, yeah, equity, well,
1: timeline and equity. So we're trying to figure out, okay, what, what is your goals? What is your 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 what is your motivation? You know, and if you're trying to add equity to your property, then we're going to have a conversation about how much. Um, time effort do we want to put into this scenario Um, and what's going to be important about certain improvements and certain things that a buyer is going to want to see um, that would make your
0: home more sellable. So let's talk about that. So we sit down, we get their scenario, we kind of get their timeline, maybe a little bit of their motivation. Of course, they might spring something on you a little bit later as you start walking through the house. But um, as you're walking through that house, you Know, maybe you sat at, and it's not always the same. Let's say I sit at the dining room table for 20 minutes and just hear a bit of their story yep. before I start walking through. And, um, and it, uh, they, they say, Well, all right, Scott, uh, how do we get it ready? Like, you, we've got, we've got maybe a couple thousand dollars to help get this ready, yep. right? Where do we start? Yep. And that's where I think. You and I lend some value. Is that they may see? They might turn around and go, "Well, you know, we're gonna." I'm always amazed. Like uh, redo the siding on the back of the garage. Yep. Right. And you're walking through that house, and you're seeing certain things that maybe their attention and their money might be better spent. That's a
1: that's a great conversation to have. And as in as a seller, and you know, you're focusing on certain things in your property as an agent, we know what a buyer is going to be finding as a valuable, uh, um, addition to, to your, your listing. Um, so if we walk through your property and we see X, Y, and Z that would be calling it, you know, one way or the other that we say, all right, well, maybe instead of that siding on the back of your garage that no one's going to see, I'm not saying it's not important, but maybe we, um, change out faucets in the in the bathroom to bring your bathroom to a little more of today's standards or paint and carpet are like one of the number one things that we would recommend if we are trying to transform your property from you know the house you live in to the house you you
0: have a on the market for people to purchase because there are two different properties right so one example kind of keeps coming to mind, and it's, uh, it was a property down in the Crocus Hill area. The inside of this property was just stunning, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the, the built-ins and the woodwork and had a detached garage in the back, and my uh, prospective sellers always walk in the back door, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, well, you know, we got this one banister spindle, like we got to get that fixed. And I mean, they're focused on the inside of this house which is their pride and joy yep. and of course when I show up I walk up to the front door yep and there's this beautiful front porch that for whatever reason they it's not important to them they don't use it and uh, like it was a night and it was a stark difference walking up that porch into that house so the condition of the porch versus the interior of this house. Mm -hmm. So they're looking at me, and they're going through the list of things that they think they want to improve on the inside of this house. In the meantime, there's a mailbox hanging sideways on the front. The decking on the porch out front had been painted and was in, uh, well, painted horizontal surface, right? We all know what it looks like. Yep. But I mean, their prospective buyers are gonna walk in that front door. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come through the back door well right. unless we direct them that way correct but even then they got to
1: walk by the front right but you know as a, as a buyer you're, you're always almost instructed to go through the front door and as a, as a buyer's agent I know I don't want to defer to this way too much but you know the first thing you do is you want to see the property from the initial step into the front door that
0: first impression because right? it,
1: it sets sets the tone for what the space is for you as a buyer. So, so the seller side of it, you want to set, the, set
0: the first tone to be the walk up to the front door, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so see, this is where I, I just think it's, uh, like these seller topics can be a little messy. Like we can focus at least this first one, cause mm-hmm. we can focus on price adjustments. We can focus on staging versus not staging. Like, this is meant to be kind of uh, an intro to seller plus agent as a combination, right? Right. Well, it, it, it's going
1: to be, it, I kind of said this before in our conversations that, you know, the initial consult and the lead up to the listing isn't going to be usually the first two days and you're going to list your property. Um, we're going to work with you, you know, side by side for about, you know, could be a week. Could be two months. Could be six months. It better to, not be six. months. I, well, it, can, it, <laughs> it, it depends. How many how many people right now have a conversation with you about selling in the spring? You yeah, this is the fall, and everyone says, um, "Well, I'm thinking about selling in the spring so I can you know have a house new house in the summer." Yeah. Um, so you have that conversation. Okay, what should I do to make improvements to, so then I have you know a timeline. I have three months to be, to put this together so I can list in January, yeah. which is a spring market, right? Um, so uh, this is meant to set the tone or set the stage that we're trying to give you. You know, your, your goals. Here is here is where we should focus on. As what Scott said before, you know, let maybe we change your focus from the garage in the back to maybe the front porch, and
0: uh, maybe the bathroom or something in the basement. Well, I think just what an agent should bring to the table is that. We're walking in properties all the time. Mm-hmm. You're watching buyers react to the property all the time, and you're knowing what has what zings and what zangs, right? I yep. mean, or zigs and zags. Um, you know, you, certain things get a buyer excited, and certain things give them concern. Yep. Right. And uh, so, I I think as an agent uh, agent coming in, it should uh, the agent should be able to help you discern a little bit as to where your time energy and money is best spent right absolutely because they're doing the same thing yep so um let's kind of shift gears if that's okay yeah we had talked about you get that phone call and you step out to um someone's house Mm -hmm. prior to heading out there i know me personally you know, I'll pull tax record. I'll pull previous sales, and uh, neighborhood sales. Yep. Um, you know, to get a sense of a, a window of value. Mm-hmm. And generally, uh, for me personally, Joe, I had said I give myself about a ten percent swing. So, if it's a three hundred thousand dollar house, I've got about a thirty thousand dollar range. So, let's say the house is at three hundred you know, I'm 15 over 315 to 285. Like yeah. I've got a window. Yep. And when I go out to that property, um, you know, uh, location and size. I mean, I've got that off the tax record. I've got the previous sales. So I've got location, size, and then condition is the wild factor. Yep. Right. Because they tell me Oh, yeah, I got a updated kitchen. I go in and you and I were laughing it they've switched out, they painted the bottom cabinets and they switched out a faucet. yep, right updated And kitchen. that's their kitchen update. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I need to see the reality of the kitchen update when I walk through. So I've got location, size, condition, and then amenities. something one house has and another doesn't uh fenced yard, three car garage, master bath, something, right? Finished basement, something there. So within that, I'm not saying that 10%, that that window can't shift because maybe I walk out and where I think the median range was around 300 or 500, whatever it may be, all of a sudden it shifts because there's a ton of deferred maintenance, mm-hmm. right? Or a compromised location, like it's in a neighborhood but I find out that there's power lines right behind the house. Correct. Or uh, it's on the main thoroughfare, a busy road. Yep. Um, I mean, it could be a, a, innumerable things that all of a sudden it's it's not within that location. It's a compromised location. Well, then you're changing your motivation for how people want to, want to step in the front door. So part of that interview, too, is getting a sense of kind of... How realistic they are to the marketplace? Uh, you and I went back and forth on sometimes whether we ask a question heading out whether they have a sense of value before we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, generally in the house, it's because they want to know my impression of value. It's always good to know their impression of value too, of because I mean, I I do this like I look at the concrete numbers and I decide well you know within this window maybe we're towards the top of that window maybe we're towards the bottom of the window yep um, maybe a pricing strategy we intentionally price near the bottom of the window to just shorten up our market time uh, time frame and maybe still get a higher price than if we have started in the middle of the window
1: yeah that's another great great thing it's not not everything is concrete. Yeah, um, that you know you have to list in this this area or this price point. Um, it depends on the situation. It depends on um, you as a, as a seller um, that what is your tolerance for you know market time potentially or for improvements that to, to make it into market time um, to prep for market time should I say. And we're trying to guide you in the path that's going to give you the, the, the best avenue to get to that by point. And so if you walk into the house and, you know, again, you're trying to figure out what their scenario is and trying to figure out what, how to best, you know, serve what their needs are. And then you come up with the game plan that you can set out for them. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk through your property. We're going to we're going to um, knock things off the list that you can do on your own that will help you just make the house in a better sellable shape. Uh, I, I mentioned before um that the goal for preparing a property for sale is you're trying to limit distractions for the buyer and by walking through the property and they have distractions by you know x y and z then they're trying to then uh they're trying to uh not feel like there's
0: one thing or other they need to focus on so we focus on i think that hits on an important topic that maybe i think we we've talked about before, um, adding value versus adding saleability. Right. Right? Where you you sit there and, because uh, there's a distinction, a very big distinction between some of the improvements that we're asking for uh, are really kind of lending more to saleability. Uh, I always use some ex- silly examples of, uh, you know, someone spent, $40,000 on a new roof. Yep. And they're looking at me and they go, "Well, Scott, that means my house is worth $40,000 more." And you go, "Well, wait a minute. When it rains, does the water stay out?" And they go, "Yeah." And you're like, "At a minimum, that's what buyers are looking for, right?" Right? And then the other example, guy spends $15,000 drilling a new well. And you go, "Okay, g- great. So when you turn on the faucet, water comes out, right?" At a minimum, they're looking for running water in this house, right? right. And if it's so not there, it doesn't make your house worth forty grand more. I mean, what you're doing is you're making improvements to 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 meet a minimum requirement that the buyer is looking for in a house: running water and a, a roof that doesn't leak. Roof that doesn't leak. Now that doesn't mean that you don't get some of your value back on that, mm-hmm. it, but it lends more to the salability of the property meaning I walk up to a house and there's a, a roof that's instead of at the end of its useful life, it's got 20 to 25, 30 years worth of shingle life left. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a value to me, but it's not worth $40,000 worth of value, right? Right. It's it's Those improvements are, are
1: really great, you know, and it really adds to the the sellability, the sellability of the property, and the longevity of the maintenance of the property, which mm-hmm. certain buyers will focus on, but um, there's a lot of it that they want to focus on the things that um, add uh, emotional value to, and that's that
0: that's where we would step in and try to try to like. Well, those are kitchens and baths, but you you're right. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. There's a, a paint color. Right. Like you walk in and uh, you're trying to create an emotion, right? Where um, you, uh, you know, uh, we've all seen it. A buyer walks in and you and I have to put the reins on them because they're having an emotional reaction to the property. And they're looking past the fact that uh, there's a McDonald's right next door. <laughs> I, that's a ridiculous example, but it, it happens all the time, though. Those well, not the, the McDonald's. They, scenario, but well, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> but you you, you you're trying
1: to rein in the distractions of the property. Um, so when you can walk through the front door, people are excited about it. But right you're there. on the seller side, yeah. You're creating you're creating excitement. Yeah, that that's that's most what, what I'm trying to uh, yeah. accomplish with this is is. When we're trying to prepare your property, we're trying to create an environment that the buyers gonna walk through and get excited about all the things that you love about your house. Yeah. And by creating that emotional reaction, well, we hope to turn it into an emotional uh, um, offer or you know scenario to love in your house. We're
0: trying to create saleability. Correct.
1: Yeah. You know, so it's whether it's if it's staging or it's decluttering and moving things out of from one place to the next place reorganizing rooms to, to make them, you know, more seem spacious or, you know, basically changing
0: how, um, what the buyer's going to view from your property. Yeah. So, you know, and there are certain topics. So you, you start talking about staging versus not staging someone living in the property and we run through, uh, someone like, uh, Marlene on my end that doesn't right. in our, uh, an interior consult. Yep. To look at what stuff is in the space now, what's clutter versus not clutter, how best to arrange spaces, yep. so that uh, not only does it flow better for the buyer walking through, but also the part I forget, which is how is the camera eye going to view it. Yep. You know where uh, I look at pictures, and when they move pictures around, I always think they're too low because I'm you know over six foot tall yep and uh i'm like who the hell would hang a picture there <laughs> well but at the same time it's amazing how uh from the camera lens uh the picture needs to be hung at the right height yes otherwise it looks funny within the picture and these interior designers or consults
1: they make a huge difference in just um the, because they view these houses uh from a picture angle and uh and also from the when the buyer walks through but the pictures are are your first first uh link to your listing right yeah so if you you can show your your property off from the the pictures and you're going to get
0: potentially more buyers that want to walk through your property so i think the interior consult uh the consultant is worth their weight in gold like uh um you know, I, I know there was an estate and I was there meeting with the, uh, father it was, he had lost his son. And, and, uh, so, am um, I knew it was going to be an emotional process and I thought I would be there because I knew it was already going to be tough. And so it was one of the first times I had gone through a consult and I sent through the consultant all the time. And, uh, she is, um, moving stuff around and I can see the, the father, who, again, is already having a hard time. Like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, why are we moving this from here to here? And uh, it is amazing when it's all done Mm -hmm. how much of an impact that has. And even at the time, I'm mumbling under my breath, right? Like, uh, what does this make a difference if it's here or over here, Right. right? And it was a good lesson for me to go through that and really understand the process that I put everyone through, yep. but see it on a more personal level and see, cause I always come in, I don't get to see how the sausage is made. It's just, it's, it's made. Yep. And I always tell them, well, you know, the interior consultant, they'll break it down by room. So you're eating the elephant one bite at a time, yep. right? You get in there and it's like, all right, let's just do the living room. There's only three things to do in here. We gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. And then you're done. Right, um, I might be oversimplifying a little bit, but it's broken down into smaller, more manageable pieces, bite-sized pieces. Yeah, and
1: and that's and that's the ultimate goal. Is and I and, I, and this is what I, I tell everyone too is so the stager or tier consultant, whatever you want to call it these days, is going to bring onto the table you know probably a good list of things with within every property. Yeah, um, if you picked two out of the 30 items to do and that's and that was the only thing you had time for or were able to to, to muster up the the effort to do those things are more than what other other houses could be done um, so they th- th- what i'm trying to say is is the list could be long but if you take it one step at a time and just do a few of the things it will make a huge difference on the long run uh, longevity of your property and be able to increase the sellability of that 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 property or in that room because what we're selling is is obviously a house with four walls and a roof but we're also selling emulsion reactions mm. and those emotional reactions are important to be able to encourage you know excitement for your property give you advantage give you an advantage because we some w- of your competition because we want you want you your your houses to, to stand above that empty property that's listed by someone that doesn't doesn't have the interior consultant
0: no there's sometimes you walk through them and you go they didn't even try they didn't clean no they didn't clean yeah yeah
1: and so. that's that's what our job is to do is is try to get you from a to b and create that emotional reaction for a buyer and price it at a area that would hope to engage those buyers at an at emotional level and
0: get you the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time that's the ultimate that's goal. the goal right that's ultimate goal for your scenario mm-hmm. yep um so again with the seller stuff i did, i don't know how this will sound afterwards because uh again this was a really tough one for you and i mm-hmm. to try and put some sort of structure to it um and we decided to where we were going to start to keep it try and keep it organic. The mm-hmm. conversation between you and I, um, because there there are a bunch of different for, for every seller, there's there's a different scenario, um, different motivations, different personalities. Because you're not just selling a box, you're managing a, a personality. Yep. Um, So, and uh, people get cued up on their emotions. Uh, You know, they're, they're under stress. Mm -hmm. Um, You're trying to give them direction on how to solve uh, their, their need. Or simplify it. Yeah. Simplify it. Yeah. I agree to really try and alleviate some of that stress. And there's some personalities that it's just difficult. Mm-hmm. And to manage that uh, personality, along with the listing and expe- expectations too, and expectations too. Yeah, mm-hmm. managing expectations. Um, there's a lot there to. It's not as easy as the the buyer scenario. Yeah, well, sellers aren't aren't
1: aren't easy in general. It is is not the same. Well, same that's thing. not fair. <laughs> I've had a lot that are easy.
0: No, but no. you never know what you're walking into.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to want to short, short code it. It's it's not easy. It's also not hard, but it's a different consult. It's a different conversation every time. Um, that you're trying to figure out what's going to be the the path you go down. Yeah, you know whether you know again in a state or a move up scenario where the buyer seller is buying is buying something after they sell, and how are you going to get from A to B? You know, so trying to figure out the
0: best pathway around the situation. So we're at a 30 minute mark, Joe. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Um, again, it's a, it's a taste of the seller stuff. Um, I I don't like, I think, uh, for all intent and purposes, I think this was a, a good intro. Yeah. Um, but one thing I I would just inject as, as an endpoint to the to
1: this that would be helpful for you know anyone to listen to, is the importance of sitting down and having a conversation about what your motivation, your goals, what is going is getting from A to B look like for you, and that way we can kind of guide you in that direction. And that's why you would sit down with the realtor and and have this conversation because. They're not easy conversations and they're not, uh, going to be a, a, as cut and dry as you would hope sometimes.
0: Well, yeah, I just, uh, uh again, uh, the prospective seller have some, especially if they're going to wait until the spring, mm-hmm. um, have some perspective as to what to work on, what not to work on. Yeah, so that you're best maximizing your, uh, your energy and In your time. time and your money. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think that's probably a best way to end it. Like, uh, you know, if it, whether it's in the spring or summer or even this winter, um, you know, start a conversation. It's not like you, the, the a week later, the sign has to go on the front. No. You know, just, uh, um, um, get a sense of, uh, cause my motivation's the same as yours. If it's time, it's time. If it's, if it's maximizing equity, well then what does that look like, right. right? Let's find the right path that that helps
1: you get from A to B and that path could could take, you know, uh, a month, two months. It could be working on it for the next year based on, you know, certain scenarios. Yeah,
0: you don't know until you know. Right. So I think with that, uh, you, f- you feel comfortable wrapping this up? I think we need to. All right. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, I'm Scott Lanahan. And I'm Joe Ubel, and uh, this is Realtors from the Garage. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Joe. Mm-hmm.